Welcome or welcome back to Both Sides of the Barricade. Today is the final episode of the first season of this podcast. Um, there's no guest this week. It's just me. So hopefully this episode can be kind of a, you know, refresher or help you guys get to know me a little bit better. Um, and I kind of just want to reflect on the season and everything that's happened in the past couple months. So this whole season, this whole experience so far has been really rewarding. Um, this is the end of my first semester of my senior year of college. For those who don't know, this project is my senior capstone project for school. So it's been really rewarding for me to have such amazing artists on that I really am a fan of and be able to learn from them and intrigue other people into wanting to listen to it. So um, having anyone listen to it has been really crazy. And I've had a lot of people, you know, watching the episodes and listening to them. And that's just really exciting for me because I can't imagine I'm that interesting, but I'm glad that people are finding it like entertaining and educational. Um, so yeah, we've received like a lot of streams, like hundreds, maybe even thousands. It's really crazy. And I'm really hoping that next semester brings even more of that. I hope I can get more artists on. So I hope you guys are looking forward to that. Um, and my goal for the podcast has really just been to, you know, share my, um, experiences with the music industry, share my knowledge and, you know, be a fan. Like I really just enjoy having artists on and learning from them and sharing my, you know, fanness with them and other people. So I'm glad that you guys have been liking that. So with next season, next semester, uh, there will be a couple of changes. Um, I'm taking a roughly six week hiatus because of my winter break. Um, so I should be starting back up around February, the beginning of February, I think. And um, so yeah, I'll be getting some new guests together, planning some new things. I'm really excited about it. I think the main change will just be, um, I don't think I'm going to release episodes at midnight anymore, um, just because uh, I'm tired and don't like staying up until midnight to promote it. So I think what I'm going to do is release them at 3 p.m. Eastern time um, on Fridays. So that'll be nice because it's noon, you know, Pacific time. It should be like eight o'clock in the UK. Um, and now that I know that I have some international listeners, I want to keep that in mind. So I think they'll now be at 3 p.m. on Fridays, so I will post more about that on social media when episodes start coming out again. But that's the only main difference. Um, hopefully, I'll have more artist guests. It might be all artist guests if I can do that, but I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. I'm trying, but let me know down in the comments or message me on social media any artists that you want me to check out or possibly try to have on. I would love to hear who you guys would want to have on um, or have me talk to. Um, so yeah, I also asked you guys to send me some questions because this episode is going to be kind of shorter. I didn't have a ton to update you on. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for listening and kind of wrap up the season. So I had you guys send me some questions in case you wanted to know anything about like the podcast or me as a student, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. So the first question is, what artists did you discover during quarantine that you wish you knew of before? And I would probably say, I mean, I've mentioned her in every episode, I would probably say Baby Queen, but she just kind of started releasing music this year. So I would say her just because 
she has obviously been a favorite of mine this year, but I also rediscovered um, Glass Animals this year with their new album being released. I was, I listened to them kind of casually before, but this album made me like a huge fan of them. Dreamland, in case y'all don't know. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all I can think of. I've really just been listening to Phoebe Bridgers and Taylor Swift this year, so um, it's all the same. But uh, next question, do you see both sides of the barricade continuing after college? I would love for it to continue after college. Um, it really just depends on if I have a job after college, if I can get more artists to want to be on, if people are listening, if I can turn this into like a side job or anything, if that many people start listening, that would be amazing. But I'm kind of right now just having fun with it and really just trying to enjoy it as my capstone. So I don't have any plans or expectations for it. It's more just like, we'll see where it goes, that kind of thing. Um, but I would love to continue it. So next, when did you figure out you wanted to work in the music industry? So when I was in high school, my main plan was to go to art school because I really enjoy art and I was in like all of the advanced art classes in high school. But I really hated having to create art for homework and I really hated um, being on that time limit because I never got my assignments in on time um, and I really didn't like having to get graded on it. It made art not that fun. So I was like, it's probably not a good idea for me. Um, and before that, I wanted to be like a surgeon or um, I wanted to do like autopsies. I was really into like medical shows. So I wanted to do something like that. But then I was like, mm. I'm probably not good at that either. So um, my dad actually found um, this program that I'm in now um, and shared it with me because he was like, you should look at this. This might interest you. At the time, I was just going to shows. I didn't really know that I could turn being a fan of music into a career without being an artist myself. So finding out about that and learning that I could be part of like the music industry but on like the business side or working behind the scenes, that was really exciting for me. So as soon as I found out about that, which was probably my junior year of high school, I was like, oh, that is like the only thing that I can see myself doing. So I did it. I only applied to that program. I got in and here I am today. So yeah. Next question. Um, do you prefer large music festivals or more intimate shows in small venues? So I think there's definitely pros and cons with both. I think generally I prefer smaller venues just because it's exciting to like find out about an artist early on and go see them at a small venue and then watch them blow up and you can be like oh my god like I saw them in this room with 100 people like I definitely do that a ton but I also really do like festivals because you can you know jump from stage to stage maybe discover someone new see like 10 artists in a day like that's super fun too um it's just a long day like I definitely get more exhausted and sometimes irritable <laughs> at festivals um so generally I would say smaller shows but I love festivals too believe me I will be at any festival I can get to <laughs> once they come back um next question what has been your favorite and least favorite concert experience so I think I might have talked about this with Ian maybe in one of the episodes but um I loved seeing the 1975 at Madison Square Garden that was back in like 2017 um just a great show I like cried um it was just a really emotional like fun show with a lot of my friends my dad was there with me and they just put on a great show and then I saw Banks like the next day and she's just a great performer. Anyone who's never seen Banks live, like look up her live show. She's amazing. 
And um, I'm trying to think about anyone else that I might have seen more recently. I mean, I saw 100 Gex earlier this year. They were really fun, but I just I just miss shows. It's so sad. I really don't remember a lot of them because it's been so long since I've seen a show. Um, but any of the artists that I stan, I love seeing. So like Halsey's always fun. Um, 1975 is always fun. Charlie's always fun. Um, yeah, they're all great. And then least favorite, I mean... I don't have a ton of like terrible experiences at concerts when I was a kid and I would go, I didn't really realize how aggressive people would be. So I'd be in like a pit and be like having a panic attack. So I feel like that's one of those things you just have to learn when you go to shows, you kind of have to like stand your ground, but I've definitely left pits because of that. So that's never fun. And then, you know, at festivals, like if I'm, I wore like uncomfortable shoes, my feet hurt so bad. Like that makes me miserable, but it's never really the concert. It's just like me being in like a bad situation that I've put myself in. Um, but I remember one show, I won't say who it was, but uh, they were like, they would like leave the stage and be like, I'm not coming back out until you guys are hype. And then when they did come back out, they'd be like saying, weird things about women and like their exes and I was just like not about it um so that was a little weird but never like nothing terrible you know it was mostly just like I'm on my feet hurt or my back hurts because I'm old and that's that that's what makes it you know not as fun but I would I would trade five shows with my feet hurting just to like be able to go to shows again like I just want to go so bad um okay next question least favorite part of the industry something you would change about it so this is like a heavier question I could probably do like a whole episode on this um one day or like talk about it for a lot longer but I think generally how like women are treated in the industry like young women um they're not really taken seriously they're often taken advantage of um it's something that is like really scary as a young woman entering the industry Um, And I hear a lot of horror stories, so it's really unfortunate. And I hope that changes, you know, as new generations come into it and kind of understand the problem at hand and that a lot more women are entering the industry and are hopefully supported by like other women who have been in it. Like, you know, it's just about like supporting each other and, you know, really respecting women and believing them and that kind of thing like it's just it's a sad topic that's obviously something I would change is just how women are treated generally um and I unfortunately that's something that's seen in a lot of industries a lot of male-dominated industries but hopefully that will change with people like me who are entering the industry and you know really just in it for the right reasons you know So um, next question, tips on getting your music heard. This is like tips for artists, I guess, on how to get their music heard by fans. Um, If you're a smaller artist and you want to like put your music out there and get more of a following, my best advice, I'm super like social media involved. So I find a lot of new music on YouTube and even like TikTok, but like mostly like my Spotify um, curated playlists or YouTube. I, I watch a lot of like music videos on YouTube to find new music. So I would say put as much of your music as possible on YouTube, TikTok. I, I'm not a huge TikTok user, but I know a lot of people are. So that's a great tool because a lot of smaller artists have been getting traction and recognition from TikTok. So I think that that's a great tool. And then just being like active on social media, I think like being 
um, yourself and being active on Instagram and Twitter um, will help you gain the demographic you're looking for because if you you know come across as relatable to like you know younger like teens or young adults like it'll start to like come your way if you start putting yourself out there on social media because I think if you're not using social media to your you know benefit it can keep you from getting the level of fan base that you want or whatever um or growing as fast as you could be if you were using social media so I would say that um obviously I'm not an artist though so I don't know but that's what I would say um uh next question first show you're seeing post-vaccine so I will literally go to like a coffee shop and watch an open mic when I can do that like I will do whatever I can as soon as I can um if I had the choice I don't know I I really I was supposed to go to Coachella I'd love to go to Coachella um I want to see FKA twigs really bad um I don't know, just literally anyone. I'm just so excited. I'm, I want to see Baby Queen whenever she can come to the U.S. Um, yeah, like I said, I will literally watch like an old man sing a song on the sidewalk if it means that I can hear live music again. I'm happy with it. Um, yeah, that's really it. Next question. I think this is the last. Oh, wait, no, no, one more. Um, what has been your favorite part about producing season one? So, I really did not have a lot of expectations for the podcast when I started it. I was really just more excited to catch up with people that I had seen at shows. Like catching up with Phineas was really great and Olivia. Like even though we're all in quarantine, I know that they're still busy. So like get, getting that hour of time to really talk to them is something that I usually only get at shows or after, you know, I see them perform. So I'll stay after and talk to them. But having this outlet to be able to talk to them and learn from them has been really great. And just seeing the response, like seeing people genuinely enjoy it has been really rewarding and exciting for me. So, and it makes me excited to do another season next semester. So that's probably my favorite part, just seeing people enjoy it and being able to catch up with, you know, artists and my friends. That's been really special. Um, and then last question, tips for camping for shows, how you prepare, what you pack, how you stay clean, etc. I feel like I'm always turned off from camping because of my lack of knowledge on how to prepare. So I've only ever camped overnight for one show. I've talked about it. I saw Web, uh, I saw Halsey at Webster Hall um, two years ago, and I camped overnight for that. It's not fun. <laughs> I will be the first to say it's not my thing. Um but I've definitely camped, you know, for full days on like a barricade at a festival, things like that. Like I've definitely had my share. So my biggest thing is pack lightly because it's not fun to have to carry like a big bag the entire time you're there. Um, for camping overnight, I would say like you probably can pack more, but then have a place to put it like a car that's parked, you know, like down the street or if you're staying in a city with a friend, like maybe you have like a hotel or like your friend's apartment or something like that. So just make sure you make a game plan for like showering wherever or leaving your stuff in like someone's car, that kind of thing. And then um, in terms of like camping at a festival all day or something like that, I would again say pack lightly, always have like a portable charger on you. Um, that's been my like saving grace a lot of the time is just having like that portable charger to make sure my phone's charged at all times because if if for nothing else it helps you stay entertained or keeps you from you know 
being so bored on the barricade that you like want to cry, <laughs> but you're usually with friends. So that's not usually an issue, but so portable charger, water for sure. I know a lot of security will often like come to the barricade with like cases of water and give you water. Might not be a thing now because of COVID. They might not want to share water with anyone, but always have water when you can. Sometimes they don't let you bring it in, but if you can, you should have it. And then just make sure you're with a friend. Like it really gets boring unless you have someone to talk to the whole time. So either go with a friend or make some new friends in line because that's what gets you through it. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much all the questions. Now I just want to highlight some of my favorite releases of the year. Um, I'll be updating my BSOTB favorites Spotify playlist. Um, it's on my Spotify at LDR. I also have it linked in like my social media bios. Um, I'll put some of those on there within the next like week or two. Um, but yeah, I will talk about some of my favorites here. Uh, so my favorite albums of the year are probably the ones that I've talked about a lot already, but like Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers, amazing album. I love it so much. I hope it wins a Grammy. <laughs> and then Dreamland by Glass Animals. Love that album too. I've been streaming both of those like on repeat. They're definitely my top two. And then other favorites, like of course, How I'm Feeling Now by Charlie XCX. Love that album. Sawayama by Rina Sawayama, Future Nostalgia. I also love like After Hours was great, um, Chip Chrome and the Monotones. There's a million more that I'm probably forgetting, but like I said, I will update the playlist. And then um, with all of that being said, I wanted to thank you guys for listening to the season. If you listen to like one minute of a single episode, like I am thrilled. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much to all the amazing guests that I had on this season. Um, you guys made it so special and exciting for me. And I really appreciate you putting that time aside to do this and help me out with my school project. Um, it's been really amazing. And thank you so much. I know I'm not an expert. I'm literally sitting in the infamous parents closet right now recording this. Um, but this project was so much a labor of love and it was just as much for me as it was for anyone listening. I hope you found it entertaining, educational. I hope you discovered new music. I've read so many nice comments about people like saying that they started listening to the artist because of the episodes or they started listening to the podcast because of the artist. Like that's just so amazing. I just love sharing music. I love, you know, talking to people about music and I love sharing music industry knowledge with people who want to hear it. So that's really, sorry, my necklace just made a sound, <laughs> but finding new artists and sharing them with people is like my favorite thing in the world. And it's something that I really hope to be doing for a career one day. So I hope you guys have enjoyed me talking about it so much this year. Um, the artists I interviewed keep me really excited and passionate about the music industry and just making connections with, with them is really amazing. So I hope to continue that next semester. Who knows? Let me know who you want to see. Maybe they'll be on. So with all that being said, time for the final outro. I know I'm acting weird because I'm by myself, but thank you for bearing with me. Um, this has been an episode of Both Sides of the Barricade. You can follow us on Instagram at Both Sides of the Barricade, on Twitter at BSOTBPod, the acronym and then pod. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JTaylorLDR. Um, this episode is available on Spotify and iTunes. You can watch it on YouTube. You can follow, like, subscribe, download, rate, comment, all of that. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for an amazing first season. I really cannot believe it 
did anything or people listen to it at all. So I'm really happy and really excited and really hopeful for next year. Hopefully we'll be at shows. Hopefully I'll have more exciting episodes for you guys. And thank you so much for listening. I'll see you all in a few weeks. Bye.